0: Welcome to Discussions with the Doc. This is a healthcare podcast brought to you by Coffee Regional Medical Center in Douglas, Georgia, where our mission is to provide exceptional care and wellness close to home. Join us as we learn more about rural healthcare in South Georgia.
1: As the flu and cold season approaches, it's important to do what you can at home to keep your little ones safe. Children contract colds and other respiratory illnesses frequently, causing stress on both the child and the parent. Well, today I am here with board-certified pediatrician, Dr. Jennifer Stroud. Dr. Stroud joined CRH Pediatric Group in 2021 from Orlando, Florida, and focuses on preventative medicine for little ones. We'll be discussing her tips and tricks to keep kids happy and healthy all year long. Well, Dr. Stroud, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So to start us off, can you explain to us what preventative medicine looks like on the pediatric level? So
2: from a pediatric standpoint, it's really about preventing diseases before they're a problem. So it's things like vaccinating to prevent infectious diseases or making sure we're making healthy lifestyle decisions to prevent diabetes or heart disease in the future.
1: So we all know children get the sniffles pretty often. In fact, I can't even remember the last time we were sniffle-free in our house. So with cold and flu season coming up, what are some things that parents can do to keep their children as healthy as possible? I kind of like
2: what I call the 3P approach. Um, So it's preventing illness, preparing for when, when illness hits, and then taking care of illnesses once they're happening. So prevention is avoiding catching illnesses. It's you know keeping your hands clean, trying to keep the germs away. Preparation is being ready, having some things on board and ready to go at your house. And prescription is really just when you need to see the doctor and, you know, start treating things.
1: You know, during these times, I think handwashing has become a pretty frequent practice for all if it wasn't before COVID-19. So what are some ways we can prevent the onset of illness besides handwashing? Keeping your body healthy
2: is a good idea, so that means good rest every night, getting a little bit of exercise every day, eating healthy, lots of fruits and vegetables. In our house, we call it eating the rainbow, so a little bit of things from every color group. And then you can avoid germs. You keep your hands clean, but things that people don't think about are wiping down high touch surfaces in your house, doorknobs, countertops, things like that. You can also make sure that your kids are up to date on their vaccines so that they can prevent catching illnesses or at least getting super sick from them. And then avoiding large crowds, you know, especially in enclosed spaces.
1: I love that eating the rainbow. I feel like I have to remember that as a (laughs) (laughs) 32-year-old. Now, you know, sometimes most likely our little ones will come down with something mild. What kind of preparation measures can we take for when that happens? And then what are some signs that we may need to take further action, maybe head to the doctor? I'm glad you
2: asked. So my favorite stuff to keep on board at our house is liquid Tylenol and Motrin. Nothing is worse than having a kid wake up at 2 a.m. with a fever and realizing you have nothing to fix that fever with. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Zarbees if you have kids over one or Zarbee's baby if they're under one. Zarbees is really honey-based, and so it's a cough medicine, but it doesn't have a lot of the side effects that some of the Other over-the-counter cough medications have. Zarbi's baby is made with agave syrup since they can't have honey. But it can help thin out all that mucus and make that cough a little less harsh. There's also gripe water for upset stomach, which is just kind of ginger and chamomile, and it's very calming for the stomach. For the little ones, nasal saline can be a really big help. It's a little spray that goes up the nose and helps kind of rehydrate all that nose tissue. And then also it helps Clean out any snot that might be in there. Um, And then you want your other things like tissues, a thermometer, having some popsicles or sports drinks for hydration. And if you have older kids, you can do like the sore throat lollipops or lozenges as long as they're old enough to handle those.
1: Well, that actually leads me into my next question. I know there is a lot of controversy over prescribing children too many antibiotics and having them on too many medications and how that affects a child's health. So what do you recommend for children battling these cold-like symptoms? I know you mentioned a few, but what are your thoughts in this area? So antibiotics are great for bacterial infections, um,
2: but they don't really work for viral illnesses or fungal infections, Um, and they can have a lot of side effects. So you can get diarrhea, you can have allergic reactions, you can also have changes in gut flora, which is like the bacteria that help us digest our food, and more seriously, you can get antibiotic resistance, which is where bacteria can kind of figure out how to get around those antibiotics, so it won't work later when they really need them. So unless your kid has an ear infection or something on top of their cold, really just avoiding medications in general, besides like the ones I mentioned above to help treat symptoms, is usually the best option. And viruses, thankfully, are usually pretty self-limited and the body can fight them off pretty
1: well. We just get to keep kids comfortable until then. Well, Dr. Stroud, thank you for offering your expertise on keeping our children safe during this cold and flu season. I know these times can be difficult on both the parent and the children, so this was super beneficial. Well, I'm so glad I got to talk with you today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you've been listening to Discussions with the Doc with Coffee Regional Medical Center. Find out more about us at coffeeregional.org or call the CRH Pediatric Group at 912-384-9460. That's 912-384-9460.
0: We've decided to create this podcast to educate our community and enlighten those throughout our great nation about rural health care. We hope you subscribe and enjoy discussions with the doc. Thank you for listening to this podcast sponsored by Coffee Regional Medical Center, where our purpose is to serve, to heal, to save.
1: And this concludes today's episode of Discussions with the Doc. We invite you to download, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. For more episodes and information on our providers and services, visit us online at coffeeregional.org. This program aims to enhance your health and wellness knowledge by fulfilling the vision of Coffee Regional Medical Center. Healthy lifestyles, better lives. None of the information provided in this episode should serve as a diagnosis or approval of the treatment for any ailment. The information and opinions provided in this podcast do not create any type of doctor-patient relationship. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. The opinions of the guests do not necessarily represent the opinion of Coffee Regional Medical Center.